You're listening to another life-transforming message from Awakened Church with campuses in San Diego and Salt Lake City. To find out more about us, go to awakenchurch.com. This is Wednesday night at Awakened Church, and I feel like I'm in a room full of freedom fighters. Am I in the right room? Okay, okay. So I hope you're ready tonight because I am not going to sugarcoat anything. We are going to get raw and we are going to get real. So buckle up. I'm serious, but I think you guys can handle it. My goal tonight is to inspire and to encourage you to join God's army. Tonight, I'm here to recruit, recruit every single one of you because we're in the fight of our life. You know, make no mistake about it. We're in a spiritual war. This war has been going on for thousands of years but it's now arrived at our doorstep here in America. This war has been recorded throughout the Bible, throughout various generations, and now we have a responsibility to fight this fight in our generation. Are you ready to fight tonight? Come on, that's what I'm talking about. It's time for all of us to rise to the occasion to become the heroes in this fight. In San Diego County and perhaps America, they are counting on us. I wore this shirt tonight. It says remnant. Every one of you in this room are watching online. We are the remnant. And you know what? God loves to use a remnant. Come on. We're in the right place at the right time. We have watched the freedoms fought for during the inception of America being attacked over and over again for the last one and a half years. Our Bill of Rights, our first 10 amendments. Let's just unpack a few of those of how they've been challenged. First one, religious freedom. Didn't they try to shut down our church and shut down our worship? Freedom of speech. Every time you try to post something on social media, the truth, the so-called fact checkers shut it down. They don't want the truth out there. The freedom of the press. You'd be hard pressed to find a news organization that actually honors what they were built for, which is to tell the truth, not a narrative. Then when we look at our uh, Dr. Simone Gold came out here. And how many of you were at that uh, meeting she had? Let me unpack that. Just what she has experienced in America as a doctor in America. Our Fourth Amendment. So the Fourth Amendment says unlawful search and seizure. The FBI kicked in her door and arrested her in the middle of the night. Unlawful search and seizure. Didn't tell her why she was being arrested. Fifth, trial and punishment. No due process. She was not allowed to make a phone call for four days. Six, the right of counsel denied, couldn't talk to a lawyer during this time. The Eighth Amendment, excessive fines imposed on opening our church or your restaurant while bars and strip clubs could remain open in San Diego. And finally, the Tenth, powers of the states and its people are reserved for them, whether you know it or not. The Texas Heartbeat Bill. The federal government has no right to come in there and declare their mandate over what that state has voted on. So I just want to let you know, those are a bill of rights. They are being attacked right now in America. We need to wake up, Americans. The fight is here. The fight is at our doorstep. And let me give you some encourage tonight. Ephesians 6.12, and this is the one you need to hang your hat on. For we wrestle and struggle not against flesh and blood. It's easy to think it's flesh and blood. It's the Biden, the Harris, the Pelosi, the Fletcher. It's not. It's not that. It's the spirit behind them. 
but against rulers, against powers, authorities, principalities, and darkness in this world, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. And what I've noticed is that the world has like a blinder on from the devil. I mean, what we can see, if you're children of the light, you can see black and white. They can't. They just see gray. So you have to have some sympathy through them, but we are the truth tellers. We are supposed to bring the truth to our fellow Americans. So that's why when we attend county and board meetings, we're ignored and dismissed. The devil has blinded these board members to any measure of truth. So we must take our fight to the people and become the army the devil cannot stop. We the people. The first three letters, we the people. That's who's going to win back America. The remnant in this room is what it's going to take. They can't stand for somebody to stand up against them. And listen to this. We've all heard the devil roams around like a roaring lion. But let me unpack that. A roaring lion is not physically attacking, eating, or devouring its prey. No, it's roaring and seeing who will cower in fear to later be devoured. So recognize the enemy. It is roaring right now. Now is not the time to cower in fear, but to fight in strength and to fight together. For when God is with us, who can be against us? Amen. That's who you need to know. He's on our side. The victory's already been won 2,000 years ago, but we have to walk it out in our lifetime. We have to resist the devil and he will flee. We have all either heard or experienced our family, our friends, and perhaps even yourself being denied our constitutional and God-given rights to freedom over our own medical choice, over our own body. And the devil is roaring with mandates, with fears, with threats, with loss of career, businesses being closed, churches being silenced. And now I'm hearing hospitals are refusing treatment for those that are not vaccinated. It's like, imagine the world we're living in. But I prayed for days and I said, God, give me a message, a message that you want your church to hear in this season. So you'll get a little glimpse of the title of my message in this song. Media, roll it. That's the title of my message tonight. And tonight I am preaching from the battlefield. I am preaching to myself as much as I am to you. And I'm encouraging all of us that we were built for this battle. The same spirit of fear, power, and control that has operated all throughout the Bible is now operating inside America, inside San Diego County, and on our watch. The enemy has attacked, again, our constitutional rights, our freedoms, our flag, our anthem, our history, our monuments, our right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And it's time to rise and fight this devil to the end. Amen? 
I am getting fired up up here. Woo. Babe, I'll try to stick to my notes. I tell you what, I don't know what's going to happen. So you got to ask yourself, what are you going to do when they come for you? It's time to fight. Absolutely. So I have three points tonight to prepare you for the battle. And I suggest you take some notes because you are in a battle. A great and wise man I know wrote a book that will change your life. It's this book right here called Push, Pray Until Something Happens by our lead pastor, Pastor Jurgen Metesius. You want to get that book on Amazon? Sell it out tonight. It's a book of hope, a book of patience, and a book of faith. It's filled with stories of how prayer in partnership with God, all things are possible. It's our first weapon in our arsenal is prayer. We need hope. We need patience in the midst of the trial. And above all, we need faith and we need prayer. Let me tell you how I had to push. I got a blood cancer diagnosis a little over a year ago. The devil had came for me. I could kneel in fear or I could stand and fight. And I love to pick a good fight with the devil. I know Pastor Quacha does too. My kind of mama right there. Was it scary? Yes, for a moment. My grandfather died of cancer at age 59. I'm 51. But I had been training for years to fight this fight. And now it was my time to get in the ring and go toe-to-toe -to -toe with the devil for my life. I had confidence going in, knowing I had shown up to training camp week after week, month after month, year after year, 5.30 a.m., men's prayer, every Tuesday morning. Do we have any prayer warriors in the house? Training camp right there. That's your first weapon to beat the devil. So I prayed, and I prayed, and I prayed. I prayed in the spirit. I prayed in tongues throughout the day. I prayed during two and a half weeks of radiation treatment. I prayed that that radiation could only target the cancerous cells in my body, and it had no right to touch even one healthy cell. Every time I was in that chamber, I prayed that. The cancer was around my eye, this right eye here, and I declared my vision would not be affected, and it wasn't. I prayed in the hyperbaric chamber. I prayed during 30 days of fasting, and I lost a pound a day for 30 days, but I was a fighter. There's no way the devil's taking me out. I had to pray because what was my alternative? To let fear in my life? That's not how I'm going out. That's not how you're going to go out. I had to fight for me. I had to fight for my wife. I had to fight for my daughters. And I'm happy to report today that I have beat the devil and I am cancer free in Jesus name. The power of prayer. Use it. Wield it. It will reveal the same results to you. So I want to encourage you to operate in that same power, that same authority, and attend the free training camps that we offer here every Tuesday, 5.30 a.m. for the men, every Thursday, 7 and 9 a.m. Child care is not an excuse. Get yourself here. Talk to the employer. Talk to the boss. But it is an hour of power. And I don't want you guys to miss it. So we good on point number one. Pray until something happens. Point number two, stand for what you believe in. It's easy to pray, but not so easy to stand. 
The Bible is full of stories about people standing for God and for freedom. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego faced the fiery furnace and prevailed. Daniel faced the lion's den and prevailed. David faced Goliath and prevailed. Moses faced the Red Sea in front of him and Pharaoh's army behind him and prevailed. And you too were built to face your giants and prevail. And it begins with taking a stand to tell the devil enough is enough. Get off my family. Get off my life. Get off my friends. Get off my kids. You have to decide when is enough enough for you. And I would encourage you, today's the day. Where do you draw the line? Where are you willing to put your name, your reputation, your job, and your relationships on the line to stand for the truth? I'm so proud of our pastors here at Awaken Church for standing for this church to remain open, for standing in front of county supervisor boards and fighting for the unborn, for standing in front of school boards and fighting against a vax mandate for our kids. We are taking a stand here at church. The Bible and this church will teach you how to stand when the enemy comes for you. And the verse I stand on in James 1, 2 through 4. Consider it all joy, my brothers and sisters. Think of that word, joy. That's the perspective we need to have. When you encounter various trials, are you experiencing those right now? Knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance. And let endurance have its perfect result so that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Every trial you're facing right now is an opportunity to grow. You need to see it like that. You need to count it all joy. And you ask yourself, how can I count this insurmountable pressure? You think you're fighting alone. When you're fighting with God, when he's on your side, just like those Bible heroes, you can go in the fiery furnace. You can go in the den. You can face the Red Sea, but you're not alone. God is on your side. So my story, the enemy had come for me again, and perhaps you might be related to this as well. Just recently, about a week ago, I got an email. The enemy was coming for my profession, that if I didn't get the vax by November 8th, I'd suffer consequences. Where do you go from there? I'm the sole income earner of a family, but you know what? I'm a fighter. I don't cower to fear and threats and mandates. I didn't volunteer my life to fight for freedom around the world for 20 years as a United States Marine to say, see those same freedoms taken from me right here in home, America. That's not how I'm going out. I will never allow a president to dictate what gets injected into my body. That's my choice. And I would be inclined to maybe listen to a vax mandate if they offered all the alternatives. If you've had COVID, can you trump natural immunity? That's the best thing you've got going for you. How about the other alternative medicines that they have banned? They won't let you get. But no, they said only one remedy we want. So no, I'm not going out like that. You two are going to have to define what freedom are you going to stand for? There are many others willing to stand with you, but you have to be a leader in this time. Everybody's looking for a leader, just one that will stand and they will rally around. 
You know it. You feel it right now. But why aren't you it? Let me encourage you today. You've got what it takes. Don't let the devil say you don't. Every one of you is a leader in your sphere of influence. You just have to take that step of faith. God will be with you. This church will be with you. Everybody around you will be with you to take a stand for what you believe in. Point three, we ready? You're good? Seatbelt hadn't flown off. You hadn't got ejected from the vehicle yet? All right, all right. Here's the best news of all, the best point. Trust God for the outcome. We can trust God because what's happened today is not new. All throughout the Bible, God showed us history. We're just living in our history. Job, the devil came for Job. And God believed Job would pass the test of trust. Job experienced great loss of family, possessions, friends, health, and yet passed the test of trust. The test of trust produces a great reward, but it may come at a great cost. Are you willing to pay that price? Jesus, our Lord and Savior, was falsely accused, tried, and ordered to die the most horrible death by crucifixion. Even Jesus was under tremendous pressure. In the Garden of Gethsemane, sweated drops of blood. I don't know about you. I've been under a lot of pressure. I've never sweated drops of blood. Can you imagine the intense pressure on Jesus? But the outcome, less. Lord, have your will. That's an encouragement to all of us, those two stories. The test of trust. What did our Bible heroes do when it faced with extreme pressure? By a government authority to bow, to kneel, and to pray to other gods. They trusted the one true God, despite the odds. And that is why their stories are recorded in the Bible, and not those that cowered to fear. You are a modern-day Bible hero. I want to encourage you today. Your story was meant to be written. And remember, God loves one thing. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. Think about it. Faith, that step of faith, not knowing what the outcome will be, but hoping for things, but just having faith. Tonight, I want to build your faith muscle. God is for you. This church is for you. You just have to step. And my favorite verse and it was heard already at the tide, Tammy. You stole my thunder, <laughs> but I love it. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. God gave me this verse, and uh, it's mine, and I needed it. it needs, it's a constant reminder for me. But it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not in your own understanding, but in all your ways. Acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. That one verse right there will guide you through the season you're in. Will guide you through this COVID nightmare. We can bring the keys out now. There we go. Already hiding in the dark. <laughs> so most of you have heard um, that I create a few things through leather. And I wanted to brand my leather goods with something unique. And so I started looking at different cattle brands, getting some ideas. And so I wanted something that would represent the creative gift God had given me and also be a reminder of what I'm on this earth to do. 
And the verse, pick up your cross and follow me, resonated with me. So if you see, I brought my prop up here. That's my custom brand. And what it is, it's a cross, about a 45 degree angle. And it's on my back. My back is represented by the letters of my name, CF. And there's an arrow going down to remind me that I need to pick up my cross just like my Savior did, Jesus. And I need to be grounded in the truth, in God's word. And with Jesus before me and the word within me, I'm unstoppable. And you're unstoppable. So I don't know what your brand is tonight, but I encourage you to adopt that one. Pick up your cross and follow him. You know, Jesus and the cross, they represent many things. But to me, they meant a man just like us, faced with fear, being persecuted wrongly. But he was obedient to a higher purpose, a higher authority, a higher calling. And I've been going through a, a master's class program And we did a session, seven, on the kingdom calling. And this was profound to me, and I'm going to share it with you tonight. Maybe it'll it'll touch your heart. But why are we here? It's easy to get caught up in this life, this human life that we have. In the Bible, we're limited to 120 years. So we run around. We do all the stuff we think we're supposed to do. But I had to pause and reflect in that kingdom calling class and remember that this short vapor of life, it's literally defined as a vapor, is meant to set us up for eternity. How do you want to live in eternity? What do you want to be known for? And so I started reflecting. I was like, God, I'm tired of just living just what is a human life? You know, family, friends, fun. You know, I want to make every day count for you. You are waiting for someone to say, my sons and daughters, they're crying, they're hurting. If you could hear the prayers that I receive every moment of every day, but I need you to go rescue them. I need you to go on a rescue mission. And so I started to think, you know what? That verse, store up your treasures in heaven. You know, when you become saved, that's your ticket to heaven. That's like a ticket to the concert. But where is your seat in the house going to be? And it's based on the works you do, the gifts, the talents, the abilities. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. Every one of you is one of a kind. God in all of human history has never made another you. Your experiences, your family, your jobs, your profession, your friends, your travel, All of that is a wheel and a hub. He's given you specific talents and gifts. I learned what my worth through the strength finder, my central core things of how he designed me and what he wants to use me for. But I want to encourage you tonight. We see what's happening in the world. God is asking us, will you stand for me? Will you stand for me? I know it's tough. I know it's not easy. But if you could see the blessing I have for you in eternity. And so I'm encouraged tonight, and I hope I'm encouraging you, that we are here to fight. We are here to win. We are here to bring thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And you are in God's army tonight. Are you with me? If everybody could stand, if you're with me, 
If you're ready to be recruited into God's army tonight, stand. If you're married, hold the hand. Somebody, uh, your wife, preferably. <laughs> but I want to tell you this verse, John 15, 18 through 19, to encourage you. If the world hates you, keep in mind that they hated me first. If you belong to this world, it will love you as its own. As it is, you do not belong to this world. But I have chosen you out of this world. That is why the world hates you. So consider it a badge of honor through trials, persecutions, testing of your faith. We are united together as one. And together we cannot be stopped if we stay united. Isolated, 50-50. But united, we cannot be stopped. Amen? So let me pray over you, everyone here tonight. Dear Heavenly Father, God, tonight, I wanted to bring a word, a word to arm your kids for the battle. God, they were called for such a time as this. God, you are the author and the finisher of our faith. Thank you for not leaving it up to us. God, help us to, to pray and to seek you first in everything that we do. And God, to continue to pray until something happens. And God, when you give us those opportunities to stand, that we may stand for you despite the obstacles, despite the health diagnosis, despite the job loss, despite the persecution, despite the loss of friends, help us to stand for you. And God, thank you. Thank you for helping us you never leave us. You never forsake us. Thank you for helping us pass the test of trust. God, you can trust us. We won't be like Lucifer and a third of the angels that said they loved you, that said they worshiped you. We will be the faithful that will stand at the end. And God, what you have an eternity for us, we can't think or imagine. So God, I want to thank you for tonight to bring courage to everyone here. Let them reach out this week to anyone, any family, any friend, any connect group, any pastor, and let us know what you're going through. We are here for you. We are here for each other. This is a family. So thank you, God. I just pray encouragement. And God, I also want to pray for another group right now. If you are not standing with Jesus, now is your moment. Now is your opportunity. God has brought you here tonight to make a decision. Will you stand for me? I've already stood for you. I've already paid your price. I've already hung on the cross. I've already paid for your sin. You're welcome. You're accepted. I have eternity for you. But all you need to do is choose me. Is there anyone here tonight that wants to stand to, for Jesus for the very first time? Raise your hand high so I can see you. Yes, sir. Proud of you up there, young man. Proud of you. Proud of you. Anybody else in this section? Anybody else over here? Jesus is knocking. He's been knocking on that door. But you have to turn the handle. You have to open it up. You have to let him into your life. It is the greatest life you could ever live. You will no longer feel abandoned, alone you will have a partner to do life with. Is there anybody else? If you want to recommit your life tonight, you 
you've fallen away, you once trusted God, accepted God, accepted his son. Yes, up there, up there. Thank you, thank you. Is there anybody else that wants to recommit? Yes, over there, young lady, I see your hand. Yes, up in the back, I would see your hand as well. Yes, come on, so many people joining God's army tonight. We're so proud of you. Let's give a clap for everybody that raised their hand. Thank you, thank you for making that decision. And I'm going to ask you to do one more thing. Just repeat after me. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for being my dad. Thank you for sending your son to die for my sin. God, tonight, I repent of my sin. I accept your son as my Lord and Savior. And Father, I can't wait to do life with you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening. To find out more about our locations, team, and what we do here at Awakened Church, go to awakenedchurch.com.